my porch peeps. They have been so important to me during this quarantine. What are porch peeps? You don't have porch peeps? Come on. Friends from the neighborhood that you hang out outside on the deck, making sure you're at least six feet away from each other. Or even now, we have a chiminea or some people have a fire pit. So much fun. We figured out a way to hang out. Now, eh, season's going to get a little rough here in Philadelphia. I'm not sure how much longer we can do it. Or there's days like today where it's pouring out. But I think it started back in May. I was biking around the neighborhood, singing and dancing on my bike, waving hi to everybody. When one of my neighbors, shout out to Carolyn, said, hey, would you like to come by for a glass of wine? Now, I was in the middle of my bike ride, so I was like, well, not right now. But then I finished my bike ride quickly that night, and I texted her. I said, ready? She's like, so soon? (laughs) I was missing people, for sure, missing people. And I couldn't wait, and I've known her for several years, but not that well, so I was really, really looking forward to getting to know her more. So I came over, sat out on our porch, spread out, and we had some wine, and we ordered takeout. The next thing you know, her neighbor, Ardith, which is my guest today, Philadelphia music teacher, extraordinaire, performing in orchestras all over the world, not right now, but she joined us, and we became the porch peeps every Thursday night. Sitting, not every Thursday night, we missed a few. We missed Thanksgiving, but we sit out there and we enjoy each other's company. Ugh, the socialization, there's nothing like it. We figured a way out. What about you? What did you do to connect to people? Maybe it's all virtual. We're fortunate enough that these two awesome ladies, Ardith and Carolyn, are in my neighborhood. They're right around the block. And I love the fact that every Thursday we get different food. And through that, I was discovering also the many talents of Ardith. I love listening to her stories. She always has a new way of teaching, a new method to get through to kids, but I use on adults too. And I found her so fascinating and brilliant. She's one of these unknown heroes. She stays up to two in the morning fixing instruments and then delivering all over the city so kids have them. Mm, crazy and on top of that she's just a wonderful human being so enjoy I know you're going to fall in love with her toodles welcome to positive bitch lady or as we like to say positive power lady Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics, explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and highlights some amazing power ladies out in the world. Hello, hello, my positive power ladies. What's going on? Ah, such a great time to be a woman, huh? Awesome stuff happening, very exciting in our country, which leads me to my next guest, who is an awesome, inspiring woman, Ardith Belzer. She can be known, aka, as Mardith, but that's a whole nother story. For now, let's just tell you about Ardith. 
Ardeth is a full-time professional violinist of 28 years. In 2008, she was recruited by the Philadelphia School District and became a classroom music teacher, which I know she's been a busy bee today. She discovered she had a knack with kids, tough kids, Ooh, she probably could come over to your home, and thinks they're just wonderful. Welcome, Ardeth. Thank you. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hate to correct you, but it is a professional viola. A professional viola. What did I say? Violin, which is a common mistake, and that's fine. I, uh, and I just thought, you know, for clarity. For clarity, I like that you said it. And by the way, there was a man outside the Whole Foods uh, last night who was playing the violin and phenomenal to raise money for his three kids. Oh, my gosh. And he had a speaker out there, and I was looking from, I guess I was way, way far away in a parking lot, and I looked over, and I said, Cole, am I imagining things? That can't just be the music coming from Whole Foods, you know? And he goes, no, Mom, I think someone's out there playing. And it was a cold night last night, you know? It was oh, pretty yeah. cold. Arth, I wanted to call you and say, please, please come here. Tell me this guy is great. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. So, of I'm course, sure, he, sure he was. Yeah, and we were all going over and just donating money and big signs saying, you know, listen, I'm just trying to help and feed my three kids. So I thought, of course, you know, this is the perfect spot for you, you know? My oh, heart absolutely. was. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of musicians are struggling now. They are really struggling. It's very, very hard. Um, my husband is, of course, not working very much at all. Yeah. Um, but and he's always been such a wonderful oboe player. And but our expenses are down, and I have the uh, full time teaching job now. Yeah. And I'm so we're managing. It's okay. So you're bobbing and weaving, Ardith. You're bobbing, I'm bobbing and weaving. Yeah. <laughs> Which let's before we get into that real quick, I want to know if you could pick one word like an emotion that you would describe best fits the past 30 days, not going forward, the past 30 days, what word would you pick or what emotion? Good, bad, or ugly? I, for some reason, flex. It's like, we've got it, like you said, bob and weave. It's like, the and, but I'm, I was thinking like, that's not really an emotion. No, but it's a word. That's okay. It's yeah. a word. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like, I always tell my students, you know, we never have a choice as to what happens to us. But we have so many more choices than what we think. Mm. So we constantly, and, you know, when I brainstorm with the kids, and I warn them, I, I said, I'm, I'm just brainstorming. Don't worry about it. But you have to constantly ask yourself, what else? Until you're completely dry. And then maybe take a walk and try it again. So. I like that. I, I Well, you know me. I'm always biking or walking around the neighborhood. That's right. Movement is very, very, very helpful. Uh, really gets those brain juices working. Thank, thank goodness we can go outside, Art. That's all I have to say. Which um, you're saying about movement, and you know what? I don't think I ever read this book. You talk about how much you enjoyed Moved My Cheese, and I know it's really <laughs> popular. Yeah, it hasn't anything to do with movement, though. It's very sad. And like I said, it got a real bad rap because... Um, my brother-in-law actually w received it when he was let go from his job. And, um, of course, and it's a very short book, and I was visiting, and I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> I read it, and it's about a little mouse who finds that 
there's cheese in this little spot every day. And so he comes back and he gets the cheese. And one day, it's not there anymore. Mm. And his friend would go along with him. And his friend looks and he goes, well, it's not there anymore. I'm going to go look for more cheese. <laughs> and the, little, the other guy, he just sits there and waits for the cheese to come back. And it never comes back. Oh, okay. So, unfortunately, it's not really to do with movement. It's But moving the with, cheese. <laughs> yeah, the cheese basically, you know, because we, we don't have control over our lives, but we have infinite control as to what we do next. And um, to stare at a spot waiting for cheese to reappear is not really necessarily a good decision. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my head, it does have to do with movement. Because you have yes. to keep your eyes open and still bob and weave and move around and create opportunities versus just sitting there waiting for it to happen. That's exactly right. And the movement itself or the even trying for something is, is so valuable. I had a, a dear friend. Uh, she was an artist and she always wanted to be an actress. She wasn't the greatest actress, but she it was her dream and she was working real hard at it. So uh, in Denver at this little theater called the Gaslight Theater years and years ago, like literally 45 years ago. Wow. Uh, yes, she auditioned to play the role of um, Mary Cassatt. Okay. And in the audition, she was supposed to paint a picture while she's saying her lines. And her painting was so beautiful. She did not get the role, but they hired her on the spot as the set designer. And she worked there for years happy, just could not believe that her her life went to the yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. And really, that was her true calling was the painting, and she found she loved it. Wow. Isn't that true? You know, what does they say? Life is what happens when you go another direction or something. Is there something that says, like, you think this is what you absolutely need? And then some. if you're open something else could even be more magnificent that you never even imagined. I mean, I think that artists, even with me, I was a dance major. I thought I would die unless I was on Broadway. And then that didn't quite happen. I wasn't as good as I thought I was, which is a whole nother podcast. But it led me to health and fitness and opening up health clubs, which I had no plan for at all, Ardeth. None. Yes. I guess that's moving the cheese. I don't know. That is, that's exactly that, what that book was trying to say. Uh, you know, like, yes, that moved the cheese. It's like, you don't just sit there and, and whine and, you know, and say, I'm not a dancer. No, no. It's like, okay, now what? You yeah. Know, like, and how can I use this dream I have in a different way? Mm. So. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to definitely get that book. Cause that's like the 18th time someone said, have you read the book? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Yeah, and it takes about 30 minutes. It's really simple. My kind of book. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to how much I really believe the arts can heal us. I mean, especially now, I get so many calls, not just from adults, but from parents who are concerned about their kids, that even at such a young age, artist, they have so much anxiety or they feel depressed or bummed, or I love your word, discombobulated i haven't heard that in years <laughs> well i'm old <laughs> yes i mean you know when you you just don't really know what's going on well get into your art get into your creativity and let it flow and then a lot of times those emotions will become much more apparent 
And then once you have that information, you're going to have more information as the choices you need to make to make it better. So do you find right now, like, what are you doing with the kids? Are you dealing with different issues that you didn't deal with before COVID? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And number one, first, a couple things are going on. And, and I got way behind, you know, today because uh, I there was an issue with several principals. And to give them credit, they're trying really hard to make this work. Yes. The teachers are trying so hard. And I emails do not have the right tone. And yeah. I will write real quick, like, you know, like, you know, I will ask for times, I don't get anything back, and I'll try to email again. And then finally, you know, and I really hate to go above anybody's head. Yes, you I know, agree. to try to get I try to work it out with that person, but sometimes you just have to give up. Yeah. You yeah. You know, you have to reach out to the administration and then the administration um they're so stressed out. I yes. have this image of you know, the little um <laughs> I forget what, Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam, there was one little cartoon where he's riding around on this little dragon. And the dragon gets, it's a cute little dragon. He gets all upset and he, he just like explodes with fire and it, everybody gets burned around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I look at the the principal sometimes and they're these energetic little dragons and they're really trying hard, but then, poof! <laughs> 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 and it's like, everybody duck! <laughs> Well, that's what I feel like. Like you keep saying bobbing and weaving and you're going to have to move where cheese is. I really feel that so much within the school system, you know? Yes. Yeah. And so you today were running around trying to get instruments to kids and yes, fix instruments. A, right. Last night I fixed instruments all the way up until 1 a.m. Plus there's paperwork which there's i think a learning disability when it comes to paperwork with me it is yeah not my forte it is mm. absolutely not my forte yeah um and then so i got all that done i'm trying to really make sure it's really right uh i know the district's really terrified with all this you know if we get instruments back are we going to get it are we going to get them back at the end of the year or are we going to lose our inventory yeah and then nobody can learn violin or viola cello bass um so we have to be very careful and i find the way to be careful of course is to be very connected with your parents yes our parents are our partners we need to really partner with them and they've always come through for me my parents yeah. are just so amazing. I've never had uh, much difficulty with parents. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It could be kind of me because I have a long drive to get into the city and the kids go, oh, you know, I my dad or my mom's always complaining about the traffic and that people are always cutting them off. And I said, oh, well, nobody cuts me off. <laughs> <laughs> they look at me and they go, what do you mean? I say, I let them in. <laughs> Good point, Arden. Good point. Touche. Right. Right. When you take offense, like when a parent comes to you and they're all, you know, they're the little the little dragon bursting fire at the moment. <laughs> you know they've been through, you know, really hard stuff. Yeah, they've been through the ringer. Yeah. They have been through the ringer 
And sometimes you just let them breathe fire for a while, you yep. know. And, yep. And after they've done that, they settle down and they go, I'm sorry to burden you with this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They just had to get it out. They didn't know where. Right. right. And I'm like, it's okay. You know, what am I doing? What's so important in my life that I don't have the time to, you know, sit and listen to, you know, and I'm, I'm and talk about problems. This dear, dear fourth grade student of mine is doing her homework, practicing her violin, and watching four younger siblings Oof. at home. Oof. Oof. Hoochie mama, you know? Yes. (laughs) Hoochie mama. Well, you know, Ardith, I think it's amazing that you can offer this because it's so needed, whether it's dancing, you know, playing an instrument, you know, writing songs, anything that's in the art field can really soothe the soul and help a lot with anxiety and depression, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. We have a new term in the Philadelphia School District, or was I supposed to say that? In the school district, (laughs) um, uh, social-emotional learning. That's correct. Yeah, And we absolutely have got, I hope this is all right, just a little political, the No Child Left Behind law, and you can edit this, really should have been called Throw the Kid Out. I am so not editing that. <laughs> okay, so explain. You got to explain. I, I need information here, artist. Right. So a couple of the times I've seen kids thrown out is, you know, they'll be sent to a different school. So literally thrown out because they're a difficult child. And, you know, the way the whole law goes on, if you're not getting good grades or good uh, test scores, then therefore you are not doing your job. And, you know, you're financially penalized for that, which is completely backwards because these Mm. kids need so much. But also the other reason throw the kid out is we're throwing the kid out of the kid. We are making them mini walking, talking automatrons. We are losing what's making them human. We are testing only three subjects when there are 15 different intelligences. And Sandy, I have a question for you. Which I'm ready for you, Ardith. In your career, which has been wonderful and very impressive, how many times did you use calculus? You know, I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Or algebra, right. And I mean, you know, and here's the deal. I Fortunately, I'm a great tester. So there's that. I don't remember the next day. Don't ask me. But I was a great tester. I also was really good at math and science, but not English, which is way more important. Communication, right? But here's the deal. And look at you now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. I was just talking to a few other people, interviewing them for podcast, and I didn't even understand half the stuff they were saying, right? I was just interviewing. They weren't on it. We were thinking about bringing them on guest. And mm-hmm. the one woman was talking to me about, I don't even remember the environment. And she was going on and on about it. And I didn't know as much as she did about it. And she, and she said to me, don't you have your master's degree in exercise physiology? <laughs> and I said, I do. I said, but 
I just surround myself with Peter that people that are much brighter than me, like you. And she didn't know what to say. But the point was, she was a little condescending. And after it, I said to her at the end, I mean, thank God it wasn't a podcast. I said, you know, intelligence comes in many ways, shapes and sizes. And I don't know if I know a lot about many subjects, but I'm really good at what I do. And I definitely have emotional intelligence. I think Mm -hmm. I would score high on that, like people skills and reading people. And I wanted to say, but I didn't say, and my people skills are telling me you shouldn't be on my podcast. (laughs) You know, there's many studies that have said that um, if you are very hot, that it takes tremendous intelligence to have great people skills. Mm. And, you know, like Mozart, didn't have very good people skills, but he was just such a genius at mm. music. Yeah. Maybe that brain of his absorbed every little spot in it as musical instead of making room for the intre- tremendous intelligence you need to focus on to people yes. skills. Yeah. And by the way, I am fascinated with people that know so much about so many subjects. But that doesn't mean you put down the other people that don't. Exactly. There's a huge difference, you know, because I bring on a lot of guests that I go, oh, my God, they're so bright. I remember hearing David Letterman say, every time I bring on a guest, I realize how stupid I am. And he was joking. But that's how I feel. I feel like my guests are so magnificent in what they do and so intelligent. I'm blown away. Mm -hmm. But they're still they respect what I do. And we come and we meet each other and we celebrate you know, everyone else's inspiration and greatness. Make sense? Absolutely. And that's another thing I say, like, like, absolutely, you know, enjoy the fact that you're good at this or good at that, but it does not make you less worthy. Yes. So, you know, as you know, I have a Black Lives Matter uh, sign in front of my house. I am not African-American, but... Because I teach in the city, yeah. you know, those children are so precious. Yes. And I just, anytime I hear this, it just, it's such a visceral response, you know, when somebody, you know, like, doesn't respect that they, yes. they so matter. Yeah. But we all matter. Yeah. You know, yeah. my son with autism matters. Mm. You know, my everyone matters. And when I'm on a field trip or something and I'm really trying to keep the kids safe, you know, and they start to like do something slightly not safe, I say, hey, we don't have any children to spare. (laughs) (laughs) And they usually come right over. I like like that. I like these. (laughs) By the way, Ardith, you always have these great one-liners and I write them down and I go, wait a minute, I'm going to, I'm going to remember that. She comes up with so many different quips. It's crazy. Oh, I'm full of it. By the way, I did not know this fact. I want to get this in because I know we're running out of time here, but it says science has even discovered that 23 minutes can erase a week's worth of cortisol, of singing a song. Right. As long as you're in the flow, you know, that remember we've talked about flow, that when you're into something you really enjoy... And scientists also say, you don't have to be good at it. Don't worry about it. You know, get into the creativity and the flow. There's this, and they say that happiness in many ways, scientists, that means is always they, um, that, you know, flow is almost a real definition of happiness. So when you get into that moment of flow in however you do flow, I mean, if you're, I have one friend loves to do math problems. Well, go for it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Kumbaya. Yeah. Um, that's why the world is needs different people. Um, yeah. But that I I need to meet, do my research to find that back. But that was um, the man that used to be head of the arts in Philadelphia was um, in the Philadelphia school district was Dennis Creeden. And he's now a superintendent in some school district somewhere. I don't remember where. And he presented um, a professional development on that. He himself was dyslexic when he was young, and he was a huge advocate for the arts because he said if the arts had not been in his school, he never would have graduated. He probably would have been incarcerated yeah. by now or yeah. something. Yes. It would have just completely eaten him alive not to have that outlet. I, you know what it was so funny? My son, who is 17 and a junior in high school, is now going to a, a, more, a smaller private school that emphasizes art. And he said to me, Mom, now that I have just even one art class, drawing, he loves to draw, in my day, mixed in with all the other subjects, I don't feel as emotionally drained. When I was going to school and didn't yes. have that, he said... I just come away feeling wiped out mentally and physically. So just even that one class makes a huge difference. And it's only 45 minutes. That's why, like, with music and drawing art, I'm so, like, don't make it an and after everything else is done. Make it the main thing that you figure out for these kids, whatever it is they want to do or play. That's right. If you really fall follow your passion you're going to have that intrinsic motivation because they're you know i talked to some of the teachers oh the kids are not motivated that's what we need to teach we need to teach how to learn how to motivate yourself and part of that is to giving them outlets that will fill that soul so yes. that they have the ability to do other things if they're totally like squashed and turned into automatrons because everybody's yeah. stressed out by the testing and today if we need to make sure that kids are given a good education because the whole uh you know idea at that time was to make sure that students in philadelphia are getting the same curriculum as the students in you know montana let's right say. yeah and i had a friend who moved out here with her kids and they were a top students in their very rural community, and they ended up in Philadelphia. They were so far behind, and this was years ago, you know, before the national standards. And right. So those are very, yes, we want to make sure all children everywhere have a rich and, you know, good curriculum. And But you can do that these days technically through computers. And you know how I like to say, you know, kids need skills. So this once-a-year testing where it's high stakes. They all, you always hear high stakes um, yes, testing. Yes, yes, yep. Those high stakes are killing the kid. Uh, you know, not literally, but they're just, no. you know, destroying the kids. Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. And I, the kids laugh at me because I, I always tell them, I don't believe in grades. I absolutely <laughs> do not believe in grades. They must love you. <laughs> oh, they do. I, and they say, well, what do you believe in? I say, video games. <laughs> they're like, What? <laughs> Think of a kid on a video game. Yes. They want to level up. They are made. And there's a lot of science as to how to addict these kids to these video games. Why can't we use that science to get them addicted to other things that oh, are good for them? 
I think we will, Artis. I think we will. Well, we're going to have to bring you back because I have to get going. You're always a pleasure to have on. <laughs> we have to make sure that you, we don't wait so long in between segments so we can really not just reach the parents, but also the teachers and the kids because we're all in this together. And I think the more and more we bring awareness to this, the more and more I'm going to feel really great of bringing the arts at the forefront to help these kids through all this stuff. Sound good to you? Absolutely. And we have to say self-care. Yes. You know, you know, I'm, I'm like full throttle nutcase. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> I really love what I do. So at least I get pleasure out of it. But, um, like working from to 1 a.m. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we have to self-care. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very important. All right, artists, is there anything that you didn't get to say that you want to get in in the next few seconds? Or how can they reach you if they want to reach you? Um, last I checked, there are only five artists on Facebook. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Look for the one with the instrument. There you go. That's awesome. Thank okay. you, Artis. You're welcome. My positive power, ladies, I know you know that I am in love with Artis. She's amazing. Oh. She's awesome. She's brilliant. You, you want your kids. I'm in love with you too, Sandy. You're really brightening my day. This is oh. just great. I'm glad. And <laughs> you want, you definitely want her kids <laughs> to be around Ardeth for sure. All right. So make sure if she is anywhere near your kids in Philadelphia, please you go and request her as your music teacher. Cool beans. Cool beans. All right. Until next time. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed. And remember, stay powerful.